welcome to the Bioethics Podcast, a project of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. I'm Michael Sleesman, Managing Director and Research Scholar at the Center. In this edition of the Bioethics Podcast, we offer a presentation entitled The Ethics of a Brave New World, a Response to Babymaking, that was delivered by Kristen Lindholm, Ph.D., Associate Professor of Communication at Trinity International University. Dr. Lindholm's presentation was offered in response to a lecture by CBHD Executive Director Paige Comstock-Cunningham, JDMA, during an evening event co-sponsored by CBHD and Trinity International University's Drama Department in spring 2011 on the Deerfield campus of TIU. Reproduction is a right. 
that in vitro fertilization and other artificial means are appropriate and acceptable in almost any circumstance. We have encouraged people to believe that their sexual and reproductive choices are personal and private and nobody should have a right to regulate them. How did that happen? We can argue it happened since infant conditioning because one of the things that Huxley didn't know about in 1932 was television or internet. We have a vast conditioning in our media that is happening. We have conditioning as things become common. We have a conditioning in our politics. We have a conditioning in our schools. And pretty soon, people in the pews think these are normal things. Why wouldn't they be? And so I think he was right about conditioning. I don't think he knew all of the ways it was going to happen. Third, he writes, since reality is something from which people feel the need of taking pretty frequent holidays, we need a substitute for alcohol or other narcotics. And he creates Soma. And in this play, you've got these characters popping pills to make themselves feel better control their feelings. In the novel and the play, that's not the only way it happens. It also happens through they go to movies and sports events, and they have unrestricted sex, anything to stop them from thinking. I first ran into Huxley as a college student, and I was reading the book, and I, it was, I had a couple of uncomfortable moments where I thought, this isn't so much fiction. This is kind of the world I'm living in in college, where people were just experimenting and pleasure, and that was the point. You did your work, and then you had and that's what you did over and over again. And there was no meaning beyond that. And Great the World trains people to think that way. That's what you do. Until at 60, you're terminated. Fourth, in the Huxley system, a foolproof system of eugenics. That's his words. A foolproof system of eugenics designed to standardize the human product. I think Paige Cunningham did an excellent job of talking about that history of eugenics. This idea of we should get people to be able to design the human race. Of course, most of us think of us in the higher caste to think we're designing. We don't think of ourselves as the epsilons in the play that do the sewage work, the other sorts of things. So where are we now? In 1946, Huxley wrote, technically and ideologically, we're still a long way from bottled babies. One more to five, 32 years later, only 32 years later, the test your baby. Meanwhile, the other characteristic features of that happier and more stable world, brave new world, the equivalents of SOMA and Hippopedia and the scientific caste system are probably not more than three or four generations away. Nor does the sexual promiscuity in Brave New World seem so very distant. Oh, you can see our society today. There are already certain American cities in which the number of divorces is equal to the number of marriages. That was startling at that time. As political and economic freedom diminishes, sexual freedom tends compensatingly to increase. And the dictator will do well to encourage that sexual freedom in conjunction with the freedom to daydream under the influence of dope and movies and the radio it will help reconcile his subjects to the servitude that's their fate he saw the role that sexual promiscuity and in entertaining ourselves to death would have in helping us not to think all things considered huxley writes it looks as though utopia were far closer to us than anyone only 15 years ago could have imagined then I projected it 600 years into the future. Today it seems quite possible that the horror may be upon us within a single century. Huxley would then reflect upon his work in Great New World Revisited and say he was even less optimistic that the changes he predicted were happening faster than he could have ever hoped. He didn't. Israel, the United States, the world today, Great New World. Great New World encourages us to think carefully about where we're going.
that was The Ethics of a Brave New World, A Response to Baby Making by Kristen Lindholm, Ph.D. Dr. Lindholm is Associate Professor of Communication at Trinity International University. An abstract of this presentation is available on our website at www.cbhd.org. The Bioethics Podcast is a project of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. The Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity is a Christian bioethics research center at Trinity International University, exploring the nexus of biomedicine, biotechnology, and our common humanity. Our website, cbhd.org, has a wealth of materials on a wide range of bioethical issues. For more information about the center and to support the work of the center and projects like this podcast, please visit our website at cbhd.org. My name is Michael Sleesman, and I'm Managing Director and Research Scholar at the Center. Thank you for listening to the Bioethics Podcast.